I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. I, I, I didn't hear as much Dracula as I wanted to in there, but... Like I'm picturing like full Bella Lugosi Dracula. <laughs> no, it, it's not that far. It's just like most hardcore is more screaming. This guy, he he comes in way over the top. And I I saw them live, and a lot of times you hear bands, you know, that like they do whatever studio magic to tweak levels and stuff like that. But even live, he comes in way over the top of the music. Like it, it's so loud and clear. He, He's impressive. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Were they age, age of... Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. And I shout like out him. because I was going to the uh, the festival with the whole... It was like the hardcore... This is hardcore in Philly. It was, you know, 12 hours, even maybe even longer. I think it ended at 1 o'clock. It started at like noon. So it was 13 hours of hardcore. I, I mean, you can only imagine then that somebody went home after three songs into Hatebreed. <laughs> I mean, I it's that long, is, right? Yeah, some old man had a headache and he, <laughs> he just couldn't stick it out. <laughs> it, and it's bound to happen. There's a lot of people there. <laughs> yeah, right. Sooner or later. <laughs> Damn. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> On blast, son. Yeah. yeah, DM us or whatever, and we'll tell you the backstory <laughs> for that. But, uh, so I emailed them because I saw they were on on the list and I emailed them saying, Hey, I'm old. I can't do the whole day. You're the first band I want to see. What time are you playing? And similar to Fart Barth, it, it was like 15 minutes. They emailed me back and they're like, Yeah, we're going on around two, I think. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I get to miss the first. I mean, not that I wanted to miss anything. And oh, that's where I discovered End It because I got there a little bit early and End It went on right before Age of Apocalypse and just fucking blew the doors off the place i was like all right so yeah, and that was, was the one you sent me the other day too right yes yep exactly okay. so yeah and it's awesome check them out but like I, age of apocalypse definitely if you like and and a lot of people don't like hardcore because of the vocals so this guy actually sings and he has a a, a like i said a clear loud voice and so it, it's but it's still hardcore music so it's going to be heavy but i love it all right that's pretty groovy yeah, yeah. I could dig. I could dig. Just yeah. um, sorry to break the fourth wall here for Do a it. second. Can can you see your audio level going when you talk? No, I cannot. Well, no, no. a little bit there. Okay, when it goes a little bit green, it's not like usual though. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not getting any green at all on your end. Yeah, normally my ladder has end. it pinned at red. <laughs> um. Well, shit. I hope they hear me then. Wait, if I put my oh. face right up on it, it's coming through green. Okay. That'd yeah, be... I have. 
kind of funny if the whole first part didn't come in at all and it's just you going, huh, okay. Well, who is that now? And then, yeah. <laughs> well, to to be fair, it uh, it definitely in the first episode you can definitely hear children screaming in the background. Yeah. So <laughs> we might have a Even repeat the- this episode. <laughs> oh, good, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Even with what? Sorry, no. Uh, no, even with the noise reduction, you could still hear screaming children. So nice work, children. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll pay for college. <laughs> my podcast. <laughs> Which is under the guise of science. Welcome, folks. Yeah. Four minutes in, under the guise of science. We are the guys of science. We are. You're under we us. Are in fact. Yeah. Uh, I am Charles, <laughs> as always. It's Christopher. As always, as well. Forever. Yeah. Every time. Every time That's we've done this. So far. <laughs> oh, man. Are we, we going to bring in get? Well, I guess people have to give a shit before we bring in guests. But if you guys start giving a shit, we're going to bring in guests. Yeah, it's going to be, you thought you didn't know us. <laughs> we got a whole bunch of people you don't fucking mm-hmm. know. <laughs> and if and our we audience, think they're funny. Yeah. yeah, if our audience <laughs> is only that circle of guests, we'll just bring you on one at a time. That'll work too. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fucking hilarious. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> everybody gets a guest spot once a year. <laughs> we have to make some kind of contest though you got to earn it dishing this up oh yeah. man no freebies like no free rides like <laughs> would it be um would it be like a uh i would say a stunt but then just nobody's gonna do it you know, because like most a, like, of what we do is text i'm gonna go with uh best poem best haiku we got a, <laughs> some kind right. of word rela- word related or gif related. Those are kind of only. <laughs> oh, so best interpretation of a scissor fight song using gifs. Ah, like I like that. it. I like it. I might want to try that anyway after this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> that just sounds fun. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of <laughs> curious now. A nice place to fight in the summer. <laughs> a nice place to fight in the winter. These, these, there's many emojis for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was also thinking, uh, uh, I want the spider bite, break yeah. out the dynamite. I want to die tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's very doable. I think it's doable. All right. At the very least, Ch- song titles. Who gets the best song title, I think? Because doing full. Okay. Like doing a full four lines of a verse is a lot of gifts. Even even if it's just one line, I think we limit it to you know just a good quote that can be converted to image well. All right, all, all right. right, all right. That's that's doable. We could do that. And I mean, if you if you don't know who Sizzifite is, uh, while you're listening to this, go listen to Sizzifite and then come back. <laughs> I mean, I've, I'm excited to listen to our episode the day after we record it, and I'd still probably listen to Scissor Fight first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
We're not going anywhere. <laughs> Go <ahead>. No. <laughs> Professionally, <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I snuck that one by you. Yeah, no, too sh- that was good. <laughs> um, man, I was pretty drunk. In and that the was drunk m- episode. Might have been my favorite episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> So I was I was surprised. Like the next day, I was just like, "Oh man, this is probably going to be a shit show." But it was a good <laughs> shit show. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> you went into we should have chimpanzees fight with Nintendos. I was like, "Okay, was he's at that, bring that he's up. at that place." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was listening. I was like, "Oh fuck, that's right, chimpanzees and Nintendos." <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the great dying <laughs> yeah. sleep song. <laughs> that, <laughs> I listened to that back, and I like the impression. I was like, "Fuck, that's <laughs> dead on." <laughs> like for the uh, which is the long one, the uh, dope smoker one. Like, yeah, that was dead on dope smoker impression. So kudos. <laughs> well. I, like I said, I was pretty drunk, and I'm sure that that's, that's kind of <laughs> that how they that's how they do. Right, that's how you <laughs> warm up the vocals. <laughs> Just like <laughs> we when, we went over in uh, several episodes back now, when we went over the the things that are bad for your voice. Yeah, it's it's alcohol and yelling. <laughs> Combine the two and though, and it makes it better. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> they cancel each other out. It's like right. antimatter and matter. <laughs> it's, just, it's either that, oh, what, what do they do they what's what's the annihilate explodey word annihilate yeah there you go <laughs> yeah like that sounds like an energy drink like commercial yeah. like, try alcohol and screaming annihilate your voice <laughs> <laughs> annihilate your thirst <laughs> 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 Annihilate your thirst now in McSperry. <laughs> Can we make an energy drink? I don't. Like an under the guise of science energy drink? Probably. I don't think there's like a, a rule against it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> not you too. <laughs> like the band like you two is the only ones not a, they're not allowed to have an energy if they had an energy drink when you woke up in the morning it would just be in your fridge already <laughs> whether you wanted it or not <laughs> I don't know why the recording stopped maybe my wifi signal dropped so is the song with the dead aircraft or else it'll sound like shit Anything to do with U2's energy drink? <laughs> it didn't have to do with U2's energy drink, but I was thinking it would be funny if we just released an 11-minute podcast that ended how it did. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll rejoin, and then that's the end. <laughs> It'd be pretty good. Yeah. Just fuck it. We're proud of this. Put it out. <laughs> well... Thanks to the magic of editing, it'll only be a few seconds, but I think the uh, the tagline for U2's energy drink is 
Have it in the morning to take the edge off. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Or put the edge on. Maybe that's better. Or get the edge off. Yeah, get the edge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thanks, mate. And he leaves. <laughs> that's not. I like me energy drink in me bum. There we go. <laughs> I play guitar with you too. I am. <laughs> I did like I don't like you too, but I saw it was some I don't know documentary type thing where the Edge, Jack White, and um, fuck, why can't I think of the Led Zeppelin guitarist's name? Uh, Jimmy Page. Sorry, <laughs> that, of Quite all right. names to forget. Yeah, it was Jimmy Page, <laughs> the Edge, and uh, Jack White, and they did the three of them did a jam session, and it was some of the coolest shit. Like, just, you know, imagine the three of them just fucking around. Like, you try this, you try this, and just, you know, covering songs and stuff like that. It was, it was really good. I'll find the link yeah, to I've, that if I can. I've definitely heard about it. I never, okay. I never watched it. It opened it with just... Jack White making, uh, like, a bullshit guitar where he had, like, a, a piece of wood and one string and, like, made a pickup and, you know, all, all of it and was just kind of, like, effing around playing this homemade one string thing just showing how you know easy it is or easy it is for him i guess or that's fucking cr- like built all of it from scratch like even yeah. pick up or he like he had a pickup laying around at least no he put something in to act it wasn't a real pickup it was like a homemade home remedy type pickup where he was like this will work and put that in and screwed it kind of okay so then it wasn't like the the how it's made you know, glaze over. Oh, and then we put the pickup in. No, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was basically like the equivalent of a phone versus two tin cans and a string. He made the tin, two tin cans and a string guitar, but he was still able to like get different sounds out of it. But like, yeah, no, it was just like, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I think I'm, man, so much cool stuff came out when I just, was like so set in my ways about what I thought I liked. Mm-hmm. So that I probably now that I'm in the liking stuff, like no, I same. Guess, yeah, I'll get. I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, looking same shit. Like, well, even go back to high school where I was against anything that had a guitar at all, and then <laughs> versus now where I'm like I listen to anything. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Why not? Like you're you're so open to it now that that you have no problem getting videos about the guy playing the guitar talking about playing the song. Yeah. I mean, granted it is Matt Pike and I can listen to him talk about anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anything. He's, <laughs> he's he's a special individual. Every conversation that he's he's having or talking about or telling a story, he, like he has the energy that like he's amazed that he's in the story. And like, he's, like, and he's amazed at what happened, and like he knows, he knows the things that happened. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just like totally Mr. ADD and all over the place. And <laughs> yeah, but that that one thing, yeah, he he was talking about the riff from Ten Thousand Years, and yeah, it's, like you said, the ADD thing. And yeah. then he was getting technical about it, and like I didn't even notice that this was right there. And then we come back into this, and blah blah, and. And he goes, but uh, I don't know. I did a lot more bonkets back then, or whatever. <laughs> as as big of a maniac that he is, when they were talking about 
the house that they lived in or the apartment building that a bunch of them lived in together. And he was like, yeah, man, I was a bad alcoholic back then. And I had to move out. Like I couldn't yeah. even handle living there. <laughs> what the fuck wow. is going on in that house? Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> or everything good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like uh Dave Mustaine. Like how drunk do you have to be to get kicked out of Metallica? Right. <laughs> right that like circa that era metallica yeah it's just like, all for, booze yeah. all the time yeah which i'm glad you brought up dave mustaine because it was a, a thing that i wanted to bring up was the uh in peace sells but who's buying uh-huh yeah what That's do you the mean one with, is that that one yeah that, what do you yeah. mean that's yeah yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> like he'd be a good guest on this show. <laughs> what do you mean that there's UFOs? I thought they came from outer space. <laughs> and like, like, cause the, the verse has no like real structure to it. You could say yeah. anything you want there and you're not wrong. Right. You just need like, can't be too many. Oh, it's just like a syllable limit, I guess, where you, you have to fit it in, but, but not even that strict. Right. Yeah. Like you get, yeah. what do you mean that there's anti-matter? I guess I didn't matter enough myself. For, you know, like... <laughs> it's fun to do. It's, it's a lot of fun. And when you have people that you can do it to on a regular basis, it gets way better. Yeah. Yeah, the amount, like, uh, are we going to have to, like, talk about, I don't know, Somebody popular soon, or we we could stick him with the uh, the niche music stuff. <laughs> I mean, Dave Mustaine's probably as popular as it's gonna get. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Metallica and Megadeth are are the, the upper limits of. <laughs> All right, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. yeah, I think we brought up Tupac once. I think that was on the pilot, which maybe oh, we'll man. release when we were like uh, famous or something. All right. Like, yeah. Like, look at this unreleased. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was, I was listening to some other podcast and they were talking about uh, every deleted scene from a movie that they're like, oh, now it deleted scenes. And it's like they were all deleted from a, for a reason. Right. They're all terrible. Like, right. <laughs> the director like was saying, like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> even like the Seinfeld deleted scenes. Like, even those are, like, terrible. And it's like, right. oh, fuck, really? That, too? <laughs> even they couldn't do the good deleted scenes? Yeah, I guess because if they were good, to your point, why delete yeah, them? The, right. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be our deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was good. We freestyled a podcast. With, we were just like, hey, let's test if this works. And I don't know. This is all right. One day, yeah. like I said, if people if people give a crap, we'll put it out there. But, yeah. Cross that bridge when we get there. What do you mean that it's unreleased? <laughs> I wanted to hear it with the others. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. <laughs> yeah. That drum is really good, though. Was his Gar? Is that his name? Gar Samuel, Samuelson or something? Oh, I don't even know. That it, That's the current Megadeth drummer, right? I don't know. Yeah. That's of the big four. That's my yep. uh, my least least fave. Sorry, fellas. Slayer's always number one. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Yes, that's that's the obvi. Um, I'd I'd like to say that I like Anthrax more, but I like Metallica <laughs> yeah. at number two. Well, the the problem with Metallica is if they stopped after four albums, hell yeah, they number maybe number one. But because the rest came out, it's kind of like. Mm. Yeah. But even Anthrax, they had some, I guess, they, with the different singers and stuff like that. There was up and up and down, but Persistence of Time is still classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that was that was one of the two first CDs that I got for Christmas yeah. when I was like nine or ten. I got that and Living Color, Vivid. Wow, it was so and much I... cooler than me back then. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got like Ninja Turtle action figures or something <laughs> at that age. <laughs> You're listening to. Oh, I still got Anthrax. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was just. I was, uh, was shredding, beating the shredder. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Nice. Yeah. It, yeah, that album's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you know? The time, persistence of time, is emergent, an emergent property of space. I'm trying to transition this to science somehow. <laughs> <laughs> the persistence of time is an emergent property of space. I that think it's time, yeah. But, sorry, go Okay. On. That, that can be, be affected now. by mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I think that's one of the craziest things is that mass leads to time in a way. Like if if there wasn't mass, there would not be time because he, like mathematically speaking, photons, which are massless particles, mm. do not experience time. Like the birth of a photon to when it hits into something is instant from its perspective. If it has a perspective, there's only uh, yeah. Oof, man, Time you already got stuff. me quiet. <laughs> <laughs> what? We, we went so, deep quick right off yeah, the diamond that, And this wasn't even <laughs> shit we were going to talk about. <laughs> so, like, um, here's a weird one. So, like, as you get closer to more mass, for an outside observer, it looks like time slows down. Um, and this is all in Einstein's special relativity. It's all, you know, we, we, we haven't proven this, but mathematically speaking, if you were to go to a black hole, you know, infinitely massive, as far as we know, singularity, whatever it is, as you cross the event horizon, if I were to be back watching you, it would look like you froze like at the end of an 80s sitcom. At the event horizon, <laughs> <laughs> it's just complete one spot, whatever shape, and then you would slowly fade and turn to red and redshift. You would experience passing through like nothing until you got to the part where the singularity tore you into little spaghetti strings. But before that, you would just it would be space. You cross the event horizon; it's still just normal space. But to me, watching the light that's reflecting off you. As soon as you pass the event horizon, it can't come anymore. So the the last light I see of you is you crossing the event horizon. So you're frozen, and that's it as far as oh, I man. Yeah. Would Should it do be... something cool like 
looked like a reverse laser printer, like unprinting me, just like like a eighties nineties printer. I think it would be more analog looking, like if you just slowly turn the dial on brightness on you. As as you turn the brightness down, you turn the red up, and your whole frame would kind of slowly shift to that. Yeah, turn the red up, man. Yeah, crank it. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> yeah, dude. This red goes to 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking gnarly, man. Yeah, time is time is weird. <laughs> that that's the whole special relativity thing that Einstein before general relativity with the gravity he was looking at it and it was it saw the speed of light and like depending on how fast you're moving like uh, we don't move anywhere near a fraction of the speed of light so this between us and a jet plane it's not noticeable but a particle moving at like a certain percentage of the speed of light mm. time is different it would look like as they're shooting across versus them looking at us our our relationship it, it would be i forget exactly how it goes but the time would be different we would perceive time differently at certain speeds it's not real nothing's real <laughs> time is a man-made construct <laughs> man <laughs> yeah trippy bro for reals <laughs> Well, I guess that's why we uh, try to f figure out stuff by launching stuff into space. I don't know. <laughs> this is two awful transitions. <laughs> I don't know. I dug them both. All right. <laughs> that's the audience of one. <laughs> um, so what was the first thing that went into space? Was that Sputnik? Sputnik, yeah. That was the, the Russians. Oh, that was like the first manned spacecraft, right? With Sputnik. Oh, okay. You might maybe they were chimps and stuff, and or yeah, like they satellites. Just, I, I wanted to look that up before. How many animals? How many different species of animal got sent up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Guess what, chimp? chimpanzee? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they would do. They would they would have the Nintendo fight. And the loser would have to get sent into <laughs> fucking space. <laughs> Deal with these G-forces. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the chimps threw... Because they didn't put chimps through training, right? They probably just strapped them in and said, Godspeed. I bet they <laughs> threw up all over themselves. <laughs> I would like to believe that they tried to train them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need, a, I need a chimp training montage. <laughs> Yeah, in the beginning, he's, like, smacking shit and running away. And then by the end, he's, like, holding on tight. He, got, he, finally, he finally came to grips. He's sitting at a desk with a pencil behind his ear, cramming. He's He's got a book in one hand and then a book in his other foot on the other side going back and forth. Reading to it. <laughs> two books at once. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, at the beginning he's ripping them to shreds, and then by the end, he's... <laughs> by the end he's upside down, banana oh, okay. in one hand, book in the other. Oh, if this podcast doesn't work out, I think we have a movie idea. <laughs> Look at this chimp read upside down. He's going out of space. <laughs> And technically, this is inspired by a true story. 
Yeah, we're not. <laughs> none of this. So as long as it's inspired by the, a true story, we can include the Nintendo fights. We can, <laughs> we can include all the training montages of Jim's reading books. <laughs> we can tie in like get a romantic like B plot. <laughs> mixed in there somehow or like reunited with his chimp mother or something like that i don't know because that's that's for hollywood to figure out we're just right yeah, we're, we're just getting the ball rolling yeah we need someone with an experience we're producers on this right yeah absolutely yeah. executive bro yes that's even less hands-on <laughs> right <laughs> less hands-on more yeah. money earned or lost Hopefully. <laughs> if we have a Patreon, give us all your money so we can make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what is it? Uh, chimps. Oh, give me a second. Um, so it's it's Russia, it's 60s, it's Soviet Union. So we'll call the movie CCCP, and it'll be... Uh, Cosmic Chimp Challenge Protocol. That's wow. <laughs> you that that only <laughs> took you like thirty five seconds. That's really good. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the working title for now. Okay. And and I think it'll. I think we're it'll not going to do better. But... That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> this whole Russia thing will have blown over by then. By the time we get the the ball rolling on this one, yeah, they'll settle. They'll relax. They'll be like, "My bad, guys." Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely gonna happen. <laughs> they they all have vaguely Nordic accents now. <laughs> hey, my bad, the guys. <laughs> that's what happened. Calm yeah, down. It's, it's like a little sweet in them. <laughs> Scandinavian. <laughs> Norwegian. They seem pretty relaxed. There's like, when it comes to Scandinavia, there's like chill people and then the strongman competitors. That's it, right? Yeah. And even the strongman guys are chill, but they could, you know, just like hurl pianos full of lead or whatever Brian <laughs> Regan says. <Yeah. laughs> so he's uh, what was the Icelandic dude? Magnus Ver Magnuson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this will be a tough challenge for the big Icelander. <laughs> Picks up seven telephone poles. <laughs> breaks them over his knee. He needs to carry a studio audience <laughs> from one side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the ones where they strap on a harness and pull a plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are we proving? <laughs> I was never going to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> he can pull a plane good fucking let yeah. him if that's what he wants to right Jesus i took Christ. one look at this dude and knew if he asked me politely for my wallet i would hand it to him i don't need to see him pulling a plane i already know <laughs> <laughs> in fact the second he even looked in my direction i would have my wallet kind of halfway out of my pocket right yeah. just in case yeah just in case yeah. it's like you don't want to inconvenience him yeah, it's it's like when you get pulled over. Like, you don't want to be the asshole rifling through your glove box looking for your stuff. The cop says, "Hey, license and registration." Sure, no problem. Here you go. There it is. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. Just ready to go. And the, the more you're dicking around, playing pocket pool, looking for your fucking wallet, right. the angrier this guy's going to get and right. punch your spine through the fucking yeah. surface yeah. of the earth. Pull the old Hulk and squash your head like a watermelon with this with the clap, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Sonic boom, right? That was the coolest yeah. thing. Yeah. That's the guile. Oh, you're Shout right. Shout out Street Fighter 2. Sponsor this two? program. <laughs> <laughs> the fine people at Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I just had a thing. But, oh, yeah. No, go I'm ahead. Sorry. So no, I was going to get yeah, back on the uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> stuff being launched into space. I, I think uh, I, was, I was looking at stuff today. Um, there's aside from the James Webb telescope, which I think is pretty cool. The, all the pictures coming in from that. I mean, it's, it's been looking at some of the oldest galaxies as far as we can see at, at that, like, you know, 14 billion years old where the universe seems to be 14 and a half billion, you know, so these are like way, way back the earliest, earliest things. And scientists initially predicted that it, uh, star creation was kind of a slower process. And like in a galaxy, it would be one here, one there, and then they would slowly cluster together. But based on the pictures that the James Webb telescope was able to get, it, it looks like in some of these older galaxies that it kind of happened like massively. Like it was almost like a, a factory of stars popping up and, and things like that. So it, it's one of the cases where, uh, you know, the science had their prediction, and then we look at evidence, and it turns out, oh, we got to rewrite some of this stuff. This is not what we expected at all. Oh, man. Yeah. It is cool. So, James, uh, and, sorry, go ahead. The scale of time that you're saying, like, so it's <clears throat> how much, like, because even a quick star, even if you're cranking out stars, it's still like hundreds of thousands of years for a star to form, right? If not millions. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a very long time for, for everything to collapse into something. So then like how much quicker, I guess, is what I'm trying to figure out. Like yeah. uh, the further you go back, the closer things are together. The universe itself is not as big. Um, But there was, there was a period that they called the dark ages. Like after, after the universe cooled down enough that that cosmic microwave background was able to get out, and now the universe is clear, it's not opaque anymore, light travels, molecules can form, it was still just kind of hydrogen for a while, and they call that the cosmic or the universe's dark ages. So during that whole time, there were really no stars. The only light in the universe was that cosmic microwave background because it didn't stretch out the microwaves yet. It was still light moving. But everything slowly congealed. Um, there's two periods. There's one where everything went from orangey, opaque plasma to clear, and the cosmo cosmic microwave background formed. And then there's another one that they call reionization. Reionization uh, just means that before everything was relatively stable, ions are just different versions of molecules with different electron counts, different neutron counts. So it 
because of that reionization, things were able to combine more and stuff like that. But again, just going back to the, the James Webb telescope, those early universes, mm. because of all this um, early star formation and, and all in, in on mass kind of that happened all at once, there's a ton of ultraviolet radiation, apparently, that happened during that time. Ultraviolet, again, I'm just reading this today, is good at messing with electrons and interfering with them. So it looks like these early formation of galaxies caused that reionization that actually messed with the electrons and that's why everything combined. And then it almost like snowballed the, the star creation and the galaxy creation and stuff. Oh shit. Yeah. And then we're now seeing cause this, this crazy clear telescope is able to, cause the further you look away, the further you're looking back in time, you're seeing light from 14 billion years ago, finally making it to us. So it's, it's not just that everything, man, this is the fucking, the, what's that? Like paradoxical type thinking, like shit that doesn't. So the yeah. stars that we can see with our eyes look close together because they're further away. And that's how like perspective works. But you're saying that these stars that are even further away, the furthest, furthest, furthest away stars are not just looking close together because they're far away, but they're looking close together because they're actually close together. So vast majority of the stars that we can see with the naked eye mm. are just the Milky Way. Right. We can see Andromeda with the naked eye. It kind of looks like a fuzzy single star. All these other stars we're talking about, these galaxies. Yeah. Billion, you can't see them with the naked eye. You can't right. see them with, you can't even see them with the, a telescope. Like you would need to go to that, uh, the Keck Observatory in Hawaii, or you need some, because our atmosphere is pretty good at filtering certain wavelengths, particularly the harmful ones. But when it comes to looking in the past, we want to see those. So that's why we launched the Hubble and, and the James Webb telescope and stuff like that up into the atmosphere. So it's above all the shit that would, that would block a lot of these wavelengths. So it can see for it's almost like meeting the light halfway because you can you know go further out. So I mean it's it's looked in places. I think it's the, there's various voids where it looks like there's no stars, mm -hmm. and we get these telescopes there and zoomed in, and it's not a void. There's galaxies there. It's just the light didn't reach us yet. In a, in a lot of these cases, it, it's just able to go like like I said, meet the light halfway as it's coming almost. So. I don't know, what was your question? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the far away stars, the the furthest away stars are cl are actually close together, not just stuff yeah. like with visual perspective. But we're not actually seeing the stars that are far away with our anything that our eyes can interpret initially, like cuz it's still yeah. all like radio waves and shit, right? And so think of it like this: those furthest away galaxies, they're billions of light years away from us, so it looks like they're close together, mm. but they're galaxies similar to the Milky Way. So the stars there are actually, you know, the furthest ones are probably hundreds of millions of light years away. So not billions, but hundreds still spread out like the furthest stars in our galaxy. Right. Just we're so far away from them that they look clumped. They look like a little spiral or whatever the shape of the galaxy is. But the stars there are still light years away from each other. Fucking Christ. 
Yeah. That's fucking wild. And is that, is that also cool. like, so with them, the extra far away ones at the edge of the galaxy, they're, or the edge of the universe, the observable universe, the 14 and a half billion light year away things. Yeah. They're all closer together. No, not necessarily. Oh, okay. They're, they're right. yeah, it's similar to I guess the space of any other galaxy. And that that's the weird thing about space is no matter what direction you look in, the distribution of matter is pretty similar. That uh. it, it's all fairly uniform. And like you again like you said the observable universe, it's believed that if we were in a different spot, like if we were in one of these galaxies that's further away and we were studying the sky from there, it would look the same in every direction, similar to that same in every direction here. It, it's kind of, a, you know, the light from past there just didn't get to us yet. So we can't see it. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It. Yeah, it's still so hard to fucking wrap my You've been even telling me about it for the better part of the last two months. And it still just <laughs> like it still just hurts my head every single time you say it. Because yeah, why does light take any amount of time? As far as you turn on the light switch, and now you can just see everything. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we're just dealing with such fucking large distances. It, like I don't know any other way to say it. <laughs> why is everything so fucking big? Yeah, huge. <laughs> huge, dude. <laughs> Uh, speaking of huge dude, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Back after this. <laughs> we have commercial. I don't know why the recording stopped. Maybe my Wi-Fi signal dropped. So is the song with the dead aircraft or else it'll sound like shit. And we're back. Yeah. How'd you like make... those commercials? Yeah. Yeah. Make... <laughs> Act today. Uh, just put in code name guys, G U I S, <laughs> and you'll get 15% off your first purchase of whatever that was. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, James Webb. Before James Webb was the Hubble. Hubble. Kurt, yes. The Hubble. Uh huh. Named after, uh, I believe, Edwin Hubble, the guy who uh, was like, oh shit, everything's moving away. <laughs> <laughs> Not Fred Gwynn Hubble, the guy who played Herman Munster and the judge in My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> I can't no. do an impression of him. Yeah, no, I wish I could too. I love him. Yeah, right? <laughs> Quick, talk like a tall guy with a deep voice. <laughs> Not Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. I got a flip flop. Whatever. All right. All right. That's all I got. That's pretty good. Thanks. That's pretty good. I'll work on it. I'll look in the mirror, and by next podcast, maybe I'll do it. You better have a spot on Fred Gwynn by the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking like that to the kids. <laughs> Daddy, we don't know who this is or get any of those references. <laughs> what a grits. <laughs> Pause attraction? Pause attraction? What is that? 
Uh, mm. So, yeah, the Hubble. The Hubble telescope. Yeah. I mean, that was the other telescope before the, the James Webb that took a whole bunch of pictures of stuff that we didn't couldn't see from the ground. So it, the James Webb's kind of like, I guess, the... Uh, I don't want to say the replacement, but it, it's, you know, the new iPhone. It's the, the iPhone 12 or whatever the, the newest one is versus the, the old, the Hubble's older. But, I mean, yeah. we got a ton of cool pictures from the, the Hubble and, and learned new stuff. Now, stuff, Dick, when they say pictures from the Hubble or pictures from James Webb, like, I know, I know it's, like, composites of stuff, but is it yeah. actually pictures of things and not just information converted into an image yeah the second one so remember like we were saying light isn't light it's just electromagnetic electromagnetic radiation so some of those those uh electromagnetic radiation uh wavelengths we can pick up with our eyes some we can't the thing about instruments that we're launching into space is they can pick up most of it so that they don't have to differentiate between the visible spectrum of light and this, all of the stuff coming in. So yeah, it, it's it's just a whole bunch of information coming in that is uh, colorized and, and stuff like that. Uh, like that yeah. was probably more disappointing than finding out there wasn't a Santa Claus. I'm sorry. Like no, I, like you're you're not breaking the news to me about either of them. Yeah. But yeah, it, like I remember finding like hearing that it's like they're not actually pictures. It's like, what the fuck. <laughs> I mean, is it all right? Maybe this analogy will help uh, bring bring uh, childish wonder back into my heart. I hope. So, is the information that's getting sent from the James Webb and the Hubble prior to it is the information being converted into images? Is that like sending a picture from your phone? getting converted into information even though it's a pre-existing like even though that's already an arranged thing like the picture from one phone picture to the other phone like it getting converted into information and then converting it back into a picture is that at least kind of like that it's more like what your brain does really i mean the the james webb is picking up all of those wavelengths, regardless of whether they're visible or not, it's picking them all up, converting it or, or calculating it, measuring it. The picture that it's presenting to us, again, is just something that we can understand. So it, it's the same thing that your brain is doing where it goes, oh, this type of wavelength is going to be this color. This type of wavelength is going to be this color. It takes all that information, converts it into a color so that the human brain can understand it basically i mean none of it's a lie it's not like a, it's just not the true color i guess or you know right. color isn't real all right so <laughs> <laughs> so you you were the uh you were the sly defense attorney coming in ladies and gentlemen of the courtroom it's just doing what our brains already doing <laughs> You've all got brains, haven't you? You're doing it right now. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. That's the old all right. uh, <laughs> Chewbacca defense. Trying to melt their brains. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I am not some fancy big city lawyer. 
<laughs> Come in here, how to tell you what how monkeys turned into folks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like oh, uh, what's the the Cornelius? Who's, who's the rooster from Bugs? Oh, Bunny? Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, Foghorn yeah, Leghorn. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's just like especially after the always sunny gas crisis episode. <laughs> Especially after that, I was like, "All right, that's that's just my southern voice from yeah. now on." Especially if a lawyer is involved. <laughs> yeah, some kind of authoritarian or authority southern. Authoritarian is the wrong word. <laughs> a southerner with authority is what I'm trying to say. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Foghorn Leghorn had the best lines of talking shit about people like to their face but mumbling <laughs> just like the quick like wow nice boy real nice boy is a good boy dumber than a bag of hammers if you ask me <laughs> just like is <laughs> that a bunch of those yeah, polite shit talk yeah yeah <laughs> there's lots of like like hand in yeah. front of the mouth breaking the fourth wall stuff His mom's a piece of shit but <laughs> 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 He's a real nice boy, good boy, very dependable. Mother died of an overdose. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wonderful. Yeah, right. I like I like Yosemite Sam. Like I like doing his voice too. His is the fun one. Just because it's 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 yelling and surprise surprise that's my favorite. Yeah. But just lots of like the <laughs> that shit. Yeah. My favorite would be when he was laughing about something like he has a gun to somebody's head, and it, but like he's putting it through the doorway and it's at his own head, kind of thing. Okay. Just something, yeah. something ridiculous like that, and he'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get the, the <laughs> fucking love that as a favorite. Yeah. Or he or he realizes he's a hundred feet away from the cliff that he was standing on. <laughs> he can just pull mountains out from underneath people. <laughs> yeah, as a as a talent of bugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could move mountains in that town, so they said. <laughs> Uh, the yeah, hell so, are we uh, talking Hubble about? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so space mission, uh, space missions, space, space <laughs> Michigan, <laughs> home of space Detroit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where they made all the space cars. <laughs> Go on. The, the Jetsons, yeah, that was space Detroit. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, Cogswell Cogs? That's all one. You just make cogs. That's it. Yeah. Spacely sprockets. Like, is, do we need that many things? Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Like n nobody's like, it's, it's that like single minded. Yeah. Branch out. Yeah. Diversify. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the rest yeah. of that goes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, space missions in general, I think uh, there's a ton out there. There's, a bunch planned, but uh, the Voyagers are really cool. Uh, they're the, uh, the currently they they were launched in the seventy. Well, one was in the seventies, one was in the eighties. 
They so did. I, I didn't realize there were two right off the bat. Yeah. Voyager 1 and Voyager 2, yep. Okay. So Voyager 1 did close-ups of Jupiter and Saturn. Okay. Uh, Voyager 2 did close-ups of Uranus and Neptune, so the kind of different directions that way. Um, and it was almost like they sent them out there, they did their job, they got their pictures, and they were like, what do we do now? Because they still have power, but we already got the information, so they were just like, eh, let's send them out. So for the next... 30 years or whatever, they, they are the first man-made anything to make it into interstellar space. They've actually passed through what's known as the heliosphere, which is the, the sun has a, a, um, like a, a solar wind, so it's particles and plasma and stuff like that, that it, it pushes everything out. Mm. But there's a certain point where the sun's influence ends and the influence from interstellar space or from other stars actually takes over. So both of these spacecraft now have crossed those borders. They're in officially in interstellar space where there was like, it seems like there's a very, it's not a dense thing, but there's a hot hydrogen wall almost where the, the two, the, the cosmic rays from the sun meet interstellar space. It was able to, both were able to pass through fine, you'd, but, but it was able to pick up this weird, you know, ionized, so they magnetized have, thing. They have, I, I guess, something doing like a, like a thermometer and like giving constant temperature information. Yep, they they have certain. Oh, shit. They they cut off a lot of the the things that need most of the power, but there's mm -hmm. a couple instruments that are still up and running. And yeah, one of those is uh, stuff like that to measure temperature. I think there's something to measure. Uh, Magnetic fields. I don't think there's any pictures or anything like that, but they're they're way out there now. There's something called an AU, which is the distance between the sun and the Earth. That that's a cosmic measurement that they call the AU. I forget what it stands for, but it's something unit. But the both of the Voyagers are upwards of 130 AUs away from us now. So. Like, the distance from the sun to the earth is one AU. One AU, also 93 million miles, if you want to look at it. that. So one AU is 93 million miles. So multiply that by 130. That's how far these things are. So at least 930 million miles and then times 30. Yeah, very, <laughs> so, very, very far. So over a billion miles. So it, it's sending, oh, they're both <laughs> sending information back that takes, I don't, I'm not going to do the math, but hours or days, whatever it is, you know, speed of light information coming back, but they're so far away that, you know, it's, it's a thing. Light speed is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because lights, you don't even think of light speed on earth. It's just, you know, that's, hey, there's light. But now yeah. it's like, oh, we got to, we have to wait for the light. It's almost here. <laughs> like just being far enough away from the sun be like yeah sun's supposed to be up already yeah no, when is the light fucking... gonna get here and i'd say shut up kids it takes as long as it takes every day it's the same thing <laughs> Every day, we still haven't figured it out. It takes us. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's the parent of blight particle. <laughs> Photon parents. <laughs> we can move faster than the speed of light. It's a law of the universe. What do you want me to do? <laughs> oh, man. I didn't that's... write the laws. I... <laughs> Sorry, I'm venting a little bit. No, I was going to say this. this what, what did you call it? Photon parenting? Yeah. <laughs> Photon parent is a very authentic character. <laughs> there, there was no putting on any airs with that whatsoever. No. No. I, I just exposed a bit of my soul on that one. <laughs> And I love the breaking down of the... It's the same thing every day. I can't change it. We can't go any faster than this. I didn't write the laws. Like It's, it's going into the minutia of every single reason why you don't have control and you're just going to have to wait. Right. Knock it off. That's my youngest every morning. I say, good morning. She goes, is it a school day? I'm like, yeah, it's a school day. Ah! <laughs> Again, where where <laughs> we just celebrated the hundredth day of school the other day, so a hundred times we've done this, and you still fight me, and it's still my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, oh man, uh, oh I have a I have a thing that I looked up today that I wanted to bring up. Do it. When I was trying to look because I couldn't remember Hubble to save my life earlier today, I was like, ah oh, fuck. Is it the Cassini? Is it the, you know, just rattling through any bit of random shit I could come up with? Uh, so, obviously, the Hubble, we already discussed. Uh, the replacement for the James Webb is already, already being planned. It's called the Giant Magellan Telescope. Magellan uh, already has something. Fuck him. We're going to name something else. <laughs> Pick a new person, but sorry. Right? Go on. No, no, this is Giant Magellan. Oh, Giant, that's, that's different. <laughs> yeah, regular Magellan was able to fit in the boat, and Giant Magellan had to wait on shore. That's like Jesus Lizard and 500-foot Jesus. They're different. Yeah. <laughs> One's giant. One significantly taller. <laughs> um, but the, uh, so the Giant Magellan uh, will... See its first light in 2029. And and this was frustrating. So Hubble was 10 times. Oh, sorry. James Webb was 10 times more powerful than Hubble. So it's like, cool, all right. And then the giant Magellan will be four times the resolution of James Webb. And it was just kind of like, just four? Yeah, a lot of diminishing Not even double digits? Yeah, Yeah, just fucking. Wait an extra 10 years. At least right, get yeah. into another 10. Rocket fuel doesn't grow on trees. Let's let's make this better before we start sending shit up there. Yeah, let's I mean we we haven't figured out how to electric rockets yet. So There's some scientists going, "Do you know what four times will get us, you idiots?" Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four times 10 is 40. It's yeah. still not a lot. It's still not even triple digits, bro. <laughs> Reel it in. Yeah. Fucking Christmas. Fight me, scientist. Yeah. <laughs> I am except, an American. Except Neil, deGrasse, 
Anyone except Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Science. <laughs> yeah <he's> a... <laughs> no beef with him. <laughs> no, with him, it's Greco-Roman wrestle me, scientist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I can tap out immediately and walk yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> We're both starting from our feet. Because if, if you get my back right out of the gate, bro, I'm not going to. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> Absolutely not. At least he's he's. A bit taller than me, I can hopefully scramble through his legs and hope that my my spry forty one year old body will be quicker than his not like spry sixty something. That's all you. You would have to climb him like a tree, I think. <laughs> like, Probably. Well, yeah. No, I, what I'd do is I'd crawl through his legs and I'd kind of like try to fall backwards into his the backs of his knees. Okay. Take so, him. Yeah, 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 like like without a push, like the old trip behind yeah yeah okay. yeah the, the old playground trick yeah, yeah, yeah. except the, the one-man playground trick that's what they called me back in my back in my wrestling <laughs> don't fuck with him <laughs> <laughs> that's the one-man play here he comes the one-man playground trick. <laughs> oh god here comes one mp king <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing here he's not supposed to be here <laughs> um but yeah so i'd much like a black hole, he would collapse in on himself, and I would be able to roll out and hopefully slap the pin on him. Or at least Michio Kaku would come in from throw sand in his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did like a Mr. Fuji. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah he, he's got my back. Yeah, he would. <laughs> I feel like Michio Kaku is nice enough that if anyone was like, Yo, would you get my back in this fight? He'd be like, okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because in the video. <laughs> <laughs> one dream guest for this podcast, Michu Kaku. Oh, That's, hands down. Yeah. We, hands down. Just because he, he wouldn't talk. Well. He, he wouldn't talk down I, to us any more than he does to anybody else. Right, yeah. But he's not just, doing it shittily. Like, he's doing it right. just like, I know all of these things, which is why you're talking to me in the first place. So right. He wants to... us to understand. He's doing his best for everyone to understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me try I would sit to convey there like, this. Like this, hand, like, you know, chin in my hands like yeah. this and just listen. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on crossed legs. <laughs> Just every now and again. Isn't he a dreamboat? Isn't he such a dreamboat? <laughs> what uh what else, what else we sent into space? Um, we have many different things, checking different planets, checking that they, they have, some of are already done, some are planned, there's different plans for, for different things. Um, my favorite is Juno. Uh, Juno is doing the close flybys of, of, uh, Jupiter, taking pictures of various moons and stuff like that. But the plan for that, when it's done, when it's out of power, instead of, you know, you can't salvage it. You just get all the information you can back. But when it's close to out of power, it's going to plunge into Jupiter 
and it's going to, for as long as it can, record and send data until it's destroyed in Jupiter. Oh, I, I think that's cool shit. as shit. Yeah. Oh, when is that going to happen? Uh, I th- I think in the next two years, I got to double check, but it, it's soonish because it's been up there for a while and it's been doing its thing. Oh, man, that's that's gonna be the shit, man. I hope yeah. it's something really cool and not just. Yep, we were right. It's turns out it's very gaseous. It's like God damn it, <laughs> we already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It turns out when you get to a certain depth, everything turns into marshmallows and then metallic hydrogen. (laughs) (laughs) It's the layer of marshmallows. (laughs) There's something bizarre that we haven't quite figured out yet, but there's something with the combination of the chemicals in the atmosphere and the extreme heat that marshmallows. Yeah. (laughs) Just like that marshmallows. What do you mean if there's marshmallows? (laughs) I thought it'd be metallic iron. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what else we got in space? I mean, there's shit looking at asteroids right now, trying to pull back samples, see what they're made of. Uh, Oh, the Mars thing. Uh, Perseverance. Oh, perseverance! <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Fuck yeah! Well done. So, so that's looking at a cool air cruising the Martian surface. Getting rocks and the go- oh damn it! Now regolus soil. That's what I was trying to say. I looked it up. Did it? All right, all right. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a cool area of Mars where uh, it looked like there was water there, so that's where they sent this Perseverance rover to. I, I think there's two Mars two rovers on Mars right now. I said Movers on Rars. <laughs> <laughs> But two, there's two of them now doing different things. Yeah, that's a guy. That's a guy like, uh, in like an offshoot, like a, a non-canon Star Wars novel. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Moverson Rars. Let me help you. <laughs> Let me help you snuggle, snuggle. God damn it! <laughs> Son of a Wait, bitch. Which Star Wars is this? <laughs> The latest Star Wars is, it wasn't as violent. (laughs) (laughs) It turned out people just wanted a lot of physical affection. Yeah. Once the Empire was overthrown, there was a lot of love. It was. (laughs) (laughs) It was the the free love era in the the far, far away galaxy. <laughs> so the Mars rovers, there's yeah, several. Perseverance. <laughs> so yeah, there's a couple, but, but Perseverance in particular is looking at soil or is looking at Earth. And there's this area where it looks like there was water. So that's where Perseverance went. It looked at a couple different things. And very cool. It looks like first before there was water that this was uh, like covered in magma. And there was this basin that was just filled with magma because the rock is... Uh, 
very volcanic basalt looking kind of similar to stuff we have on earth. But there's another spot where there's, it looks like a Delta. So after the magma filled in, somehow it cooled off and emptied out. There was a point where there was water in here. So it's digging up rocks to look for signs of either early life or like the chem, like pre-life chemistry, I guess, where slowly things start to head towards actual, because life is still, you, you need metabolism and you need reproduction when it comes to life. So but like there's things. Building yeah. blocks towards. Yep. Okay. The things right before that, that eventually turned into self-sustaining chemical, biochemical processes. So that, that that's what it's looking for. There may be stuff there. So, I mean, that would be cool. I mean, it doesn't look like Mars ever developed any kind of uh, significant life just because it it's, doesn't really have an atmosphere. Or it, Interesting thing about Mars, sorry, because it's further away from the Earth, closer to the uh, asteroid belt, early in the universe, things weren't as stable. So, like, the orbits of asteroids seem like they kind of intersected with Mars way more often than they did with the Earth. And Mars's core stopped or cooled. So it lost the uh, the the belt that we have, that Van Allen belt, the, the uh, what's it called? The, the uh, metallic, not metallic, Magnetic, magnetic, the magnetic field. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> so we still have a magnetic field because our, our our core is spinning and still active. Mars has died. They lost that magnetic field. So all the cosmic rays from the sun slowly strip the atmosphere, not even that slowly, but strip the atmosphere away. So how how does how does getting hit with a bunch of rocks, large rocks, make its core cool? Like what? What's the I guess just the that? amount of energy that was allowed to be released versus us. It's still going on in there. There's still a lot of pressure, still a lot of compactness. So I guess shot after shot after shot, it kind of popping pimples versus leaving them there. Oh, okay. So it was like getting pelted enough so that shit, shit from the core, the pressure from the core was being released. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. All the magma and various things. So. And again, this is a hypothesis, a hypothesis or whatever. It, it seems like that was the case, but that's fucking yeah. So even if even if life was beginning or these pre-life chemis- chemical processes were were there, uh, because of all that stuff and no atmosphere, it all got stripped away. The sun is just the sun gives us life, but it also wants us dead. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's all that religion stuff. All the religions based on science. They don't know it yet. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> and the Lord is the sun. Oxygen, too. Without oxygen, you couldn't have complex life. But also, without oxygen, cells wouldn't degenerate. They get oxygenized. That's That's what wrinkles are. That's why cloning never panned out. Because when sheep were cloned, if you had a six-year-old sheep and you cloned it, the cells that were being cloned were essentially six years old. So the original sheep and the clone sheep both die at the same time because the cells have been oxygenated. They would die at the same time on different sides of the planet. I heard. <laughs> yeah, you have to move them. It, it was crazy. Every single time they would just, just keel over at the exact same time. <laughs> 
Only poor, so much oxygen. Poor Dolly the sheep. <laughs> like, how many, how many just abominations of nature came out first with cloning? Oh. <laughs> Whoops, kill that thing. Flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's got to be the job, though, man. Fucking flamethrower guy in the clone yeah. lab. <laughs> How do you apply for that? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to roast all your fuck ups. <laughs> My experience, I don't have any, but this is what I want to do. <laughs> I've just always really liked to burn things, yeah. I like to set things on fire. And hopefully, hear its dying screams <laughs> while I am burning it alive. That's that's the icing on top. Like burning something is cool, but if it screams in pain, that's that's what I get off on. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why I get up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and again after dinner, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Like guidance counselor, like you go into a guidance counselor as a pyromaniac and you get a government job. <laughs> You're either going to be in prison or. <laughs> <laughs> now, prison, obvious option. Yeah, if that's what you want, we can get you in there. No problem. No problem. We can get that. Hell, you can hit me right now. I will press charges. Right. <laughs> and we could just get that going. There is another option. Yeah. Ari, do you feel any kind of strong emotional attachment to sheep? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now we have a we have a I have a recording here of a it's it's just a bunch of uh, different animals screaming in their death throes. I'm going <laughs> to play that for you, and we're just going to check your heart rate. Yeah. You give a thumbs up or a thumbs down, <laughs> however you feel. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the government recruiter comes in to talk to the guidance counselor. He's like, you got anything for me? He's like, well, this one guy right here. I played with the tape, and this guy was all thumbs up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he had a boner. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's your man. <laughs> he had a boner at prison. You should have seen what happened after I played him. <laughs> after I played him, the people screaming. <laughs> so many things were up. Both thumbs. It was... <laughs> <laughs> we are making movies tonight, bro. <laughs> I, know. I think we're going to transition from a science-based podcast to a movie idea. <laughs> to just, it's sci-fi-ish, but it's also really gross, but not in the regular, but not in the regular sci-fi way, but sometimes right <laughs> yeah. still gonna be people dying in horrific ways it's mostly gonna be the audience asking why <laughs> why 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 did anybody make this much like right. they said with all the things that the guy set on fire why did anybody make this 
<laughs> Doing a service. Fucking <laughs> 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 hey, man. All right. What are we doing and talking about now? Are we at the... Uh, we're, we hit, we're like an hour four, but I mean... If we, we hit the post. Bur- burn the rest of this, we had another 17 minutes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, what are the signs you got at me? Well, we got... Let's think. Oh, so here's something cool. So we, we were talking about uh, using the sun as an orbit to, to get up to the fastest speeds. Mm. So there is a technology being developed or hopes for a technology being developed, something called a light sail. So it would be like a, a large material. I don't even know what it would be made of, but it would be something that absorbed the, uh, the, the rays from the sun, the photons from the sun and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And just giant sail and using the power of the sun would be able to propel us, it's believed, up to one-tenth of the speed of light, which is the fastest that we could ever possibly, that, that we've conceived of going at this point. Like, based off of technology, the as far as it's developed, like, I guess the uh, the linchpin in this this idea would be, what do we make this sail out of? Right? Yeah. I, I think they already have an idea or they already kind of uh, figured it out. It's just a matter of, okay, now how do you make something big enough that it's actually worth the cost that it would take to make it and then send it up there and do something with it? There's always that. And then, Oh, man. And then, so one-tenth the speed of light. What was that? How fast is that? 70 million miles per hour ish. 70 million miles per hour. 70 so million. How quick would that get us to Jupiter? We could get to Jupiter a couple minutes, probably. Holy shit. Yeah. That's We'd nothing. be able to. The, the Voyagers that are, that are way out, the Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 in, in interstellar space, we could probably catch them in, I don't know, a day two days. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what the math would be, but it wouldn't take that long to get out there. And that's like the setup for a sci-fi movie. Like, a, like, oh, we picked up the Voyager, but it's covered in, like, spores of things. <laughs> turn people's Aliens blood. Aliens catching a ride. Yeah. Turn people's blood into mucus. Yeah. <laughs> And then the only thing, I mean, the only thing scary about that is when you get up to speeds like that, if you hit a grain of dust, it's a problem. Like, even the space stations, there's there's space junk up there. So there's, like, screws that are orbiting the Earth at 200,000 miles per hour. So, or not 200, I'm sorry, two, that's one order of magnitude too many. Closer to 20,000 miles per hour, sorry. That, that that was the booze talking. Roll it back. Yo, but still, 20,000 miles per hour is crazy fast. It is. And not only that, I would just like, like, for you and everyone else to acknowledge, that is a strong cover-up for throwing one extra zero. Just being like, I'm sorry, one... One greater in the order of magnitude, it's actually twenty thousand. And like that's like <laughs> you you buffed that scratch out. Bro. <laughs> I drove the, drove the Zamboni right <laughs> <laughs> right over it. 
Zeiss is beautiful now. Yeah, right? Clean sheet. <laughs> um, Thank you. But 20,000 mile an hour screws. Yeah, so if you're in the International Space Station and you get hit by a screw moving 20,000 miles per hour, it's a problem. Now, like, like that'll tear through shit. That, that could, you know. So imagine moving 70 million miles per hour. You hit a speck of dust. It's an explosion. Like that. That's that's bad day. Do they have? So it, do they have shields yet? I guess they're gonna have to figure that out. I don't know if. I mean, the only shield that we have now is like a fuck ton of iron. <laughs> <laughs> but like with the space station, like they don't have other than thick thick metal. Yeah, no, they, I mean, they have shielding because it has to go up through the atmosphere and not burn up. So they, they have, okay. so I, I think it's like ceramic or, but, uh, but even so, like, like if the, the wrong thing gets hit by a screw, ceramic. it will tear through shit. Drop ceramic on the floor and this shit breaks, bro. Don't come at me with ceramic. <laughs> I guess it's good with heat. Because <laughs> especially like re-entry, you're going, that, that's as fast as people go coming through this air and it's just you know it, but think about that you're going through air at however 20 30 thousand miles per hour which is crazy fast but again nowhere near light but going through the air it heats up and it flames up and if you don't have the right material you'd be destroyed on re-entry like re-entry is scary now imagine you're moving one-tenth of the speed of light to get to whatever exoplanet now you got to slow down like, how, how do you hit the brakes on that that's something else. It's going to take a shit ton of energy. There's no air resistance up there in space. You're going to need like something pushing you the other way. So, oh man. So and and retro rockets isn't uh, at least not with a not with our current fuel sources, right? Retro rockets isn't a a viable option because now you're carrying fuel and now you're carrying weight. And the whole point of yeah. having this thing is because to use the, the sun, sun is yeah. the fuel. Yeah. So you should go close to maybe maybe it's reversible when you get close enough to another star, you flip it and it pushes you the other way or I, something. I was gonna jokingly say just turn the sail hundred and eighty degrees around. <laughs> Let's patent it. Yeah. <laughs> we got dibs, scientists. You gotta if you if you flip it, you gotta pay us. Second boom. Turn the sail the other way, that's on us. That's ours. <laughs> I thought of it first, got it. Thought of it first right here. <laughs> It's time stamped for today. <laughs> it can't be any later than seven uh Saturday, February eighteenth, twenty oh two. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this would be twenty three. <laughs> no, I said twenty oh two. Oh. Okay. Because <laughs> it's dibs. definitely 21 years ago, right? Yeah, dibs are dibs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2002, yeah. <laughs> rules is, in fact, rules. It holds up in court. Mm hmm. Fancy big city time. lawyer or not. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, I object. Rules is rules. <laughs> Sustained. <laughs> oh, man. If a just saying, overruled. Rules is rules. Like, <laughs> All right. That's sustained. I'm going to try that now. All right. Now you. Yeah. I'll work on it. No, that's what, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, all right. 
<laughs> We're just making sounds now when I was saying anything. <laughs> Do you hear that science podcast where they just made sounds at the end? <laughs> All right. <laughs> they ran out of ideas. Just <laughs> making noise to fill space. After they were done talking about <laughs> chimp movies <laughs> and trying to fucking U2 energy drinks. <laughs> Are you sure that's science? <laughs> I think that's your job to prove it ain't, scientist. Yeah. <laughs> Honest. Yeah. <laughs> Burden of proof is on you. We, I think we came up with some good ideas. Reverse the sales. Like, that's... I don't know if scientists thought of that yet, but you're welcome. I bet they didn't. Definitely not. I bet they didn't. They, they're, they're, they're too close to the forest to see the trees. Or yeah. the other way, because that's how the saying actually works. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, but that's how they're seeing it. They are too close to the forest yeah. to see the trees. And we're like, bro, that's a tree <laughs> right <laughs> there. <laughs> no, this thing is a tree. All you got to do is flip the sail. Yeah, it's just right in front of them. Yeah. And I believe these sails are made out of... Sinbad stand-up comedian outfits. From the- <laughs> Just out of Sinbad pants. <laughs> yeah, it's all, that's the technology. I mean, it, it withstood the heat that was his career in the, the 90s. He, he, yeah. So, I mean. He was a mete- meteor. He might be a meteorite right now, but he was a meteor at the time. There weren't many, many meteor than him. I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, we we talked about our fans last episode. I just want to throw an idea out there. Oh, okay. Just getting with the prefix and stuff like that. There's a lot of people out there who have never heard this podcast that are the Scientoids. Okay. There are people who have heard this podcast. They're on board. They're here with us. Uh Uh-huh. They're the scientites. But while you are listening to this podcast, as you pass through our atmosphere, you're the science. <laughs> Not science. 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no suffix. You lose the suffix while you're listening. But if you've listened, you're a scientite. And if you're not, you're a scientoid. So if you're currently listening to the episode, you're a sci- scientite? No, you're, you're science. a science. You're science. You're a scientite. Yeah, no, no suffix passing through the <laughs> the listening experience. That's that's the fucking catchphrase I ever heard. Under the guise of science, no suffix while passing through the listening experience. <laughs> Under the guise of science, listen to us, your science. <laughs> All right. That's a strong uh, one. Yeah, just but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Let's vote on it. Yeah, we'll try it out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, try it on. Let us know. If you don't like it, send it back. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the commercial we did, try it on. If you don't like it, send it back. Yeah. Use code name, guys. That's a good... <laughs> yeah. 50% off. <laughs> Backslash, guys. <laughs> 
All right. I think that's I think that's a good place to tap out. Yeah. While we're still mid laugh instead of huh, you know <laughs> running out of ideas. Yeah. No, I think that, yeah. Yeah, we could the science part's the hard part. We could talk about nonsense forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like having an actual thing to talk about that engages people is the tough part. But, you know, we could, if you're down, we can continue talking about bullshit that means nothing until the cows come home. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb shit all day, bro. Yeah. Also, where did the cows go? Why are they like they coming home now? Where did they? They've been out there the whole time in the field. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and where did the cows go? Where are they coming yeah. home from? Yeah, 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 I'm doing hacky shit. So. <laughs> That's right. I was just repurposing it, it into a voice yeah. where it worked. <laughs> let's let's edit this whole part out and post. We'll end it where we were laughing. <laughs> Seventeen minutes ago, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, under the guise of science, G U I S E, guys, like the word guys, not plural of guy, under the guise of science at gmail.com, uh, under the guise of science on Facebook and on Instagram. And then you say the Twitter one because I'm bad at it. At science guys. G U I S E. Fucking showing me up every fucking episode, making it look that the easy. Twitter, I know the Twitter one. I can't handle <laughs> Instagram and Facebook, but I got Twitter on my. <laughs> I just had to say the name of the podcast in a row. And then, yeah. <laughs> just different platforms. You switch things up and throw me for a fucking curveball. <laughs> That's because Twitter was the stupidest one when it came to signing up. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Twitter was like, no, nah, we got a problem with that. Everyone else was like, yeah, sure, come in with that that name. I don't <laughs> Can whatever. you reverse it, says Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Twitter's just being difficult like a fucking TV executive. Yeah. Well, what if we put it the other way? I think it right. would work better that way. Yeah. All right. I'm starting other fucking bits now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we got another good one coming up next time. Because we can end every episode with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we do bad ones, so, you know, it's just expect this quality. I mean, they've been forever. getting better, so just keep listening. I think so. <laughs> Eventually, they're going to be so good, everybody's dicks are going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> if you have one or not, <laughs> phantom dick pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going out on Phantom Dick Pain. <laughs> Later. <laughs>